Hello, welcome to Left in the South episode 15. How you doing, Douglas? I'm doing good, man. I have a lot to talk about. I am hyped. We just watched the Democratic debate. I'm ready to fucking go off. Yeah, I only caught the last half of it, but uh, it was pretty good. Oh, it's okay, man. Don't worry. I have a lot to say about the first half. (laughs) Yeah, before we get into that, though, I want to talk about, um, you know, going forward on YouTube and um, the giveaway. So, uh, on YouTube, honestly, I want to do visual content. I feel like that'd be fun. It'll be definitely easier to upload, I think, because, you know, like, visual shit is easier. I don't know. I don't know at the podcast, so. Yeah, man. I mean, uh, we've been doing pretty well on YouTube so far. I mean, we uploaded all of our backlog stuff. and That clip is we, blowing up. Yeah, we did a nice little funny clip. I thought that was a good moment from the show. That was nice, <laughs> yeah, that's funny. That was a nice David question. But <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, um, I mean, I'm excited for the new visual content stuff. We got to work on that. Yeah, we have plans for that. But also, um, uh, we have all our episodes on YouTube finally. So we, I talked about it last podcast that we were... You know, uh, hopefully that last episode got uploaded on YouTube uh, on time, but it didn't. But uh, everything's on YouTube now. And uh, check it out. Subscribe. And uh, also, the giveaway. Giveaway ends uh, next month. I forgot what day, actually, but it does end next month. We're giving away five, uh, four uh, Amazon $10 gift cards. Uh, Check it out on Twitter. There's more information there. Yep. Check that out. And also... Like, as far as the YouTube goes, if you want to stay up to date on the podcast, SoundCloud is always going to be the first place it gets posted. So definitely subscribe to us on YouTube, but keep an eye out on the SoundCloud feed if you want to stay, you know, if you want to listen to the episodes on the day that they come out, because yeah, there might be a little on the, delay on the On YouTube. the five in the morning when they, they get posted. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, I, I, I'm, every time they've been uploaded... You know, I usually post it in We're the noon. We're working on it. We're working on our schedule. <laughs> yeah, we we've had a rough start. We've been, I mean, we've been, we've been uploading like the past three on Friday, right? Yeah, yeah, we've done good. So, we we've been doing good so far. But uh, yeah, but let's get into this debate, dude. Let's talk yeah, about it. That's that's definitely gonna be the main story for this pod. So if you're not if you're not a political person, maybe maybe skip this episode. But I'm really excited to talk about this because. This this debate was by far the hottest debate so far. Like in terms of candidates just going at each other, that was it was crazy. I know you missed a lot of it. Yeah, in the beginning, I missed David, a lot. Of you definitely it, yeah. caught the end tail tail end yeah. of it, and like even just what you watched. Yeah, I was like looking. I'm like, wait, they just like letting them go off on each other, like without yeah. like anyone saying like they can just butt in any time. Yeah, it was well moderated because like they let people actually respond to shit instead of just like asking ridiculous questions like cnn did i actually thought this debate was really good and we actually got to hear a lot of issues being discussed um, there was actually one question in particular that i thought was pretty interesting that we should be talking yeah, about that? soon uh no, the, go, ahead, the, go ahead i'm interested i mean the one uh where they were like so like the person with the most delegates do you think they should get them the candidacy yeah yeah okay yeah let's go ahead and address that right now because like that, okay, so that was the, their in their final statement, and I, that really just culminates. Okay, uh, that really just brings together the whole like message yeah, of yeah, before what the, the final debate statement, was. Yeah. yeah, and like I'm glad I caught that part. Yeah, luckily you caught that part because that was probably the most heinous part. And basically, for for anyone that didn't get to watch it, it's just everything that we've already known, everything that has been unsaid ever since this primary began is now out in the open and has now been said out loud. 
basically the candidates all agreed besides bernie sanders of course all agreed that they don't necessarily think that the person with the highest plurality of votes in the national uh, dnc democratic national convention does not necessarily mean that they win because in in after 2016 if you were if you were following bernie sanders's campaign in 2016 you probably already know this but the reason that Bernie Sanders lost so convincingly to Hillary Clinton in 2016 uh, in the primary for the Democratic nomination is because of the superdelegate system that the DNC was using. Basically, these are delegates that you do not vote to assign. They're able to vote for whomever they choose with no accountability. And before the first vote was even cast in Iowa, um, Hillary Clinton already had hundreds yeah, of delegates. It was pledged. like basically set in stone before Iowa even happened that Hillary exactly. was going to be the nominee. Exactly. And and no one was excited about her. But like, let's not talk about the 2016 election, because the point about that is, is about the superdelegates um, between 2016 and 2020. Bernie Sanders spearheaded a movement to basically get rid of the superdelegates in the first round of the primary. So in other words, if a candidate wins a majority in the first round of voting in the Democratic National Convention, the superdelegates never vote. But the problem with that system is, is that in the second round, if no candidate is able to secure a majority, which is very likely because of how many candidates there are in the race right now, if no candidate gets a clear majority, then in the second round in the national in the convention, when every when all the candidates come to the convention to meet up, the superdelegates will come into play. And what and what people think should be right is that of course the person who won the most delegates should win the nomination, obviously. But the the party has the ability to ignore that and effectively put who they want into the nomination. I mean, they always have that ability, but but they're explicitly reserving the right to choose the candidate that they want. This system was specifically crafted so that the DNC could pick the candidate that they want, and all of the candidates on the stage tonight just like are complicit with this goal of not allowing a progressive I mean, it makes sense, though. candidate it makes sense but it's just like it's, if anyone admitted to this they they said like yeah i'm fine with bernie winning right yeah exactly and like yeah it's it's i don't know it was just it was so tra- i don't know why it surprised me but it was just so transparent how they all agreed publicly that yeah like even if i don't win the most votes honestly i, still think I was that most DNC surprised that warren thought that um yeah I know, especially um, considering she specifically said, like, and also Pete said this as well, the person with the most votes should win. They all said this, but they all lied. Of course, we all know they're liars, and it's not a surprise anymore, but, like, I don't know. I just didn't expect them to all say that. Yeah, um, obviously I have a theory on what's going to happen in the coming months. Like, all these, like, big businesses that Bernie's going to go after if he does uh, win the presidency or even gets nominated. Like they're going very incognito right now, but as soon as like they like really really start worrying, they're like holy shit, Bernie might take this. They're gonna go fucking aggro and hard. Yeah, I think that moment is right now. Like I think that that moment. No, was, honestly, I think it can escalate. Tonight. I think honestly, I think it can escalate even further from now. Yeah. No. Definitely, man. Like this, we have not even seen the final form of capital, because like you know, the last kick of a dying animal is often the most dangerous kick. You know what I mean? So yeah. like, we have to be ready to fucking defend ourselves against this. Yeah. That's and, why I, if you support Bernie Sanders, do not slow down. 
exactly man like this this should do nothing to you but harden your fucking resolve because again like i said last time this proves that we're winning because they're dirt they're fighting dirty man like yeah, that just proves that we're winning another thing i wanted to touch on this uh, once more the fucking always you know always blue blue no matter who uh, like honestly i'm gonna have to admit in the beginning i i was a uh, blue no matter who but honestly now it's like that's what they want you to think so you could turn against bernie when the time comes but yeah, dude at, bernie's exactly. winning exactly like, as, keep as going. was perfectly demonstrated david tonight with how every candidate just constantly talked about how unity is so important klobuchar was the worst about mm-hmm. this how she like they would just all of them though said basically like we need someone who will unify the party and we all know that tongue in cheek they're referring directly to Sanders they're not talking about I mean of course they're not talking about people like Bloomberg people like Biden these centrist fucks like they're not dividing anyone that is a clearly a an attack against Sanders their point is is like yeah if we have Bernie to will cheat, unify. Exactly. If we have to cheat to beat Bernie, like that's the price that we have to pay to not elect someone who's going to divide the party. I just, I just don't understand that. Like, if they fuck out Bernie, like I think the chances are losing is like even greater though. Oh yeah, like, I for can, sure. I don't I don't see any of these candidates winning against Trump. Out totally, of Bernie, I totally agree. Especially people like Bloomberg and Biden. Like, like those those two guys are they cannot win against Trump. I don't believe that they can win against Trump. To be fair. And, and also, I want to say another thing, too, about the uh, the brokered convention scenario that we're t- discussing right now. If the d- convention is a brokered convention and they have to elect, effectively decide who wins it, if Bernie Sanders wins a majority dude, of the vote and they do crazy. not pick him. And they fuck him? Yes, dude, if they do dude, not pick him, dude. You, you are obligated to not vote <laughs> for the candidate, as far as I'm concerned. Like, if they do that... No, nah, you, <laughs> you are you obligated to go out to the streets bearing arms, dude. Exactly. Like, that. that is a moment in history that I do not think that the Democratic Party can survive. Because, mm. like, that, that would effectively alienate every single person who thinks that a progressive candidate should win this nomination like it should be the end of the democratic party and and it almost makes me happy to say that because in my mind i'm like preparing myself to lose you know i always do this because i'm a negative person and i don't like to feel bad about myself so i always prepare to lose okay but in this case actually if we lose the acceleration it's it's only it's only good if exactly because it's a win-win either bernie wins and we get what we want or the democratic party fucking loses and exactly and like i don't know one of the scenarios is clearly (laughs) better than the other but both are a win so i'll take anything at this point yeah i don't know man like god that was that was so blatant yeah yeah i don't know i want to i want to move on to another i want to move on to another like aspect of the debate um uh, Bernie actually had a really good debate. I think I think most people agreed that Bernie had a great night tonight. He was not afraid to swing back at candidates that were talking shit about him. He, he was not afraid to challenge questions that were bullshit. And, yeah, I thought that he was really good. Uh, the parts that you watched, what did you think about Bernie's performance tonight, David? Um, Honestly, I don't think I heard Bernie talk until his final statement. Right. Yeah, uh, I mean, yeah, uh, I came in most, super of his nice, most of his nice moments were in the first half. I will admit that. But when he was doing well, he was really doing well. Um, there was a couple yeah. of quotes that I kind of wanted to highlight, if that's okay. Yeah. Um, the first one is with uh, with Bloomberg. When Bloomberg uh, was basically saying this line that I love so much because it's so ridiculous. The idea that the most prominent socialists in America 
is a is a millionaire who owns three houses. Of, and he's referring to Bernie Sanders, of course. Yeah, I saw that just, clip. Just the the fact that a person who owns over sixty billion dollars of exploited fucking wealth, the fact that those words could leave his mouth, right? Like, like it's it's proof that God does not exist. Because if you said something like that, you would be smitten immediately yeah, for lying like, and saying something like that so boldly. So dude, as far son as Bernie like, did, <laughs> yeah, exactly. And like, I don't know. I want to address this idea that Bernie Sanders is not a real socialist because he's wealthy. Like, if you if you really think that, like, just, okay, take a deep breath. I just, just connect with me right now. I want your brain to meld with my brain. And I want you to realize how idiotic that statement is. It's a very, it's almost like, you know that meme, like, we live in a society, the Jordan Peterson meme? It's very similar to that, okay? Because participating in a broken system does not mean that you agree with that system. Bernie Sanders wrote a very successful book that made him a lot of money. He owns three houses because he's a senator in Vermont who also has to live in other places. It, it's a practical thing that makes sense. He makes a salary in the Senate. It's, it's absurd to claim that he cannot be a socialist because he does not live by those values. He's been fighting for those values since... He, a lot yeah. of these people were in fucking diapers, man. True. Pete wasn't even born yet, and he was fucking fighting on the right side. Are you? Did you know about the Pete college essay thing? Uh, no. Pete wrote actually wrote his like a college an essay in college about Bernie Sanders, basically praising Bernie about like how good of a progressive person he was and how great his ideas were. Literally, mm. when when <laughs> Pete was in college. Sanders was making progressive left left uh, oriented changes in this country. So like anyone who tries to clout check Bernie should just be ejected from the fucking facility immediately. Yeah, especially coming in from the person who fucking bought their way into the this fucking debate even. Absolutely. Dude. And uh, to oh anything. My God. I mean, the first half of the debate, though, was literally a Bloomberg gangbang. It was amazing. Like, they were coming at him from all sides. The very first thing that Warren said was basically, she pulled the old switcheroo, basically, like, making people think she's talking about Trump, saying, like, I can't, uh, like, I want to say we're running against a sexist person who calls women, like, horse-faced pigs or whatever, and I'm not talking about Donald Trump. I'm talking about Mayor Bloomberg. That was a great line. Warren actually had a great night tonight because she just kept laying into fucking Bloomberg. It was insane. I like how the debates are just literally like, all right, how much fucking shit can I fling? Yeah. <laughs> Especially now, like, as we get closer and as people are really, like, desperate to win and, like, clawing the, like They're fucking, they're, they're, like, looking through the fucking files. They're going back to the, like, the fucking 90s. Like, all right, yeah. I'm going to find some shit. the fucking receipts on Bloomberg, dude. Did you see the clip where she accused him, basically, of sexual misconduct and, like, told him publicly that he should release women from NDAs? That was such an insane moment. And, and he refused. Wait, there's women on NDA from Yes, him? okay. It's insane. I didn't know about this before the debate. I'm glad she wait, brought this what? up because a lot of people probably don't. Bloomberg was acute. I have so much to say about him. This is all. This is going to spiral into a whole thing. <laughs> this is going to be a like, fucking I, Bloomberg episode. My brain, <laughs> my brain is fucking melted from this shit right now. Because, okay, so Warren pointed out the fact that Bloomberg actually, when he was uh, like a, a member of it, like a higher up member of his company or whatever, he... Uh, a lot of female employees came out against him and accused him of sexual misconduct, basically like sexually harassing them and like fondling them and like saying sexual harassment shit to them. 
And in 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 exchange in that exchange, Bloomberg personally paid these women and coerced them into yes hush money coerced them into signing ndas where they had to swear never to talk publicly about his sexual assaults or sexual misconduct or else in exchange for money he had gag orders on women dozens of women allegedly like we don't even know necessarily how many women there are but we do know that it's at least 10 women have accused him of sexual misconduct and those are just the women that we know about and then we also know that he has a history of getting people to sign ndas not to talk about it so what does that say to you yeah that's like you're like he's guilty you know exactly if you're really paying people hush money like to stay quiet you've done something wrong yeah warren would not let up on him though she literally told him if you really did nothing wrong you should say right now on television that i released these women from the nda bloomberg was literally oh my god he refused he refused to do it what do you do, dude? Like, do, do you just leave? Like, what do you do? You, how do you how do you stay for the rest of the debate? You know. Honestly, I could. They. I, I wish I was, was there. Fuck. That must have been exciting. Yeah, it was crazy. It was so ruthless for her to do that. I'm glad that she kept laying into him on it though. Just never let his fucking worm ass escape from that shit because he is a fucking rapist, racist it's person. It's so crazy. It's insane. Like, Can we talk for a second? I don't about know. His- understand like how like all these like really wealthy people. Like, are just, like, always up to, like, some shit, dude. They all know each other, too, dude. It's insane. Like, Bloomberg and Trump are dude, best I'm friends. I'm telling you. Like, it's the, the fucking, you know, the Jeffrey Epstein. They, like, fucking people who have everything want things that they can't have. So they fuck children, dude. Yeah. You don't, you know, it's interesting you mentioned Jeffrey Epstein, David, because there is actually a Jeffrey Epstein connection with Michael Bloomberg. And it's not even serious? one, not even one layer deep, dude, because... Because, first of all, of course, recently, he was photographed with Ghislaine Maxwell, who is, of course, a close associate of Jeffrey Epstein, who is accused, allegedly, of procuring underage women for Jeffrey Epstein's, like, sex ring that he ran on Little St. James Island. And she, right now, she has not been charged with anything, by the way, but it is allegedly... She she was the one who was obtaining these underage women and, and trafficking them to have sex with people. And it's allegedly Michael Bloomberg is one of those people because in Jeffrey Epstein's black book, Michael Bloomberg's name is actually in it with all of his contact information right next to other people who we know were involved in this sex ring. So that's interesting that he's in that book. And then on top of that, I have another thing. I'm, g- I'm going to let you respond, but I just have to get <laughs> all this out because this is ins- – I could not believe this when I saw this. So in 2017 – one of his associates called Charlie Rose, who is a uh, host of a television show, in 2017, eight women accused Charlie Rose of basically harassing them, groping them, uh, uh, like calling them and saying like fucked up shit on the phone about them, uh, like Wait, being naked, like walking in on them naked. Um, Wait, who's and this guy? He's oh, an associate of Bloomberg. Oh, okay. And then Bloomberg, uh, public. So so Bloomberg uh, says on Twitter. That he thinks that the Me Too movement is bullshit and like all these women are accusing his friends of doing stuff that they never did just because they're jealous of their wealth and power. You know, classic fucking pedophile shit. And then it gets found out that Charlie Rose is actually linked with Jeffrey Epstein and they're like best friends. Like best, best friends. And and Bloomberg is best, best friends with Charlie Rose and he publicly defended him on Twitter for... Like all of his sexual misconduct, so which so was true. These, 
So that True. means he knew. And that, that's, knew. Pr- that's for sure, by the way, because he admitted to it. Uh, Charlie Rose admitted to this sexual misconduct. So we know for a fact that he sexually harassed these women. We know for a fact that Michael Bloomberg defended him, even though we knew publicly there was publicly available information that he did this, and yet Michael Bloomberg still defended him. And then we know, three, that both of these people who were extremely wealthy were both named in Jeffrey Epstein's black book. Charlie Rose more convincingly is named in the in named not only named in the book but him and Epstein have a extremely close relationship tie that in with the fourth element of evidence the fact that Bloomberg is uh, photographed with Ghislaine Maxwell the person who procured these underage women for Jeffrey Epstein to rape and uh, human traffic what do you do with all the information what does God want me to do with this information David <laughs> yeah honestly um it's pretty insane that, like, I don't understand, like, the black book. Is it just not a valid source? Like, shouldn't that be fucking shut in case? I like, mean, it's uh, hearsay, you know, of course. It's hearsay because just because they're in the black book doesn't necessarily mean that they had sex with underage women or that they were involved in the human trafficking ring. But it's interesting to me that all of these wealthy people somehow are just all just happen to be in the book. People like people like Prince Andrew, people like... Well, uh, like- like Bill like, Clinton, like uh, like Donald Trump, people who we know have a history of sexual misconduct, are in this book, and they're all wealthy, all famous people, all in this book. It's very interesting, don't you think, David? Yeah, it's fucking weird, dude. Wealthy people know wealthy people. I mean, I swear, like once uh, your net worth gets over a certain level, you just instantly want to fuck kids. I don't know what it is yeah. about having money. That just makes you want to. Dude, fuck I'm telling kids. you, bro. They just they they want everything, and that's something they can't have, dude. It's something you can't purchase, man. I mean, I guess. Yeah. You, I mean, you well, apparently you fucking can <laughs> because people sell even that. It's insane. Yeah, I think you're right, though. Like, I think that money. Like, I don't want to sound like ridiculous right now, but I genuinely believe that having that level of wealth, like, it damages your brain in some way. In some way, the human brain is just not capable. I mean, you're like playing life on fucking Minecraft creative mode. You know? Yeah, it's exactly. Like, just being able to have any you gotta chase thing. you gotta chase some thrill you know and that <laughs> yeah, fucking thrill how for them is sick when you own everything <laughs> you fuck kids apparently like apparently that's just the thing that you do when you have everything yeah. ridiculous man i could not what? believe all of the, of the connections between them there's another thing about bloomberg i want to discuss i want to discuss his stop and frisk policy are you aware of what this is david yeah, um, mayor of New York, uh, he wanted to stop and frisk a lot of uh, black folks because yeah. he because of uh, you know they oh yeah they carry guns on them. Yeah, yeah, it was his stated policy at the time that he was mayor of New York, basically that the police should go and and racially profile people in the city and just stop them and frisk them. And if like frisking is of such a violation of your fucking privacy and your right to freedom and and your right to not be unnecessarily True. searched and seized your fifth amendment rights it is clearly fucking, a violation fucked up and like i would never want someone day, to fucking just randomly go out uh, you know fucking yeah, stop in like, especially for I'm, some bullshit like, like your fucking check your skin shit. color it's ridiculous <clears throat> like you stop i'm checking your shit now because, like, even if you're doing nothing wrong, it's just totally demeaning, it's embarrassing, it's humiliating, and it's racist. 
And, and, and that alone should disqualify from him from the presidential campaign as far as I'm concerned. Like, I mean, honestly, that should disqualify him from being a free man. Like, he should be in prison for doing something like that to literally millions of people. Hundreds of thousands of people were stopped in New York City just for no reason, committing no crime, and frisked, searched without reason while he was think, mayor. Do you have any thoughts on who you think might drop next? Oh, it, I fucking hope it's Bloomberg. I mean, after tonight, like, his his campaign, I just, I don't know how it can survive tonight. He was eviscerated. Oh, yeah. For sure. Like, damn, like, getting absolutely domed on cam. But, like, like if I have to make a more reasonable prediction, I think it's probably going to be Tulsi Gabbard or Tom Steyer. One of Tulsi those Gabbard's already out. Did she drop today? No, she's she's been out, right? No, she's still in. She's still running. She hasn't officially announced, like that she left i don't know maybe she's just like not campaigning anymore but she just like hasn't officially withdrawn or whatever who else um i think tom steyer is the next person after that if if tulsi gabbard is already out and i somehow missed it um i think tom steyer is gonna drop really really soon because Mm -hmm. i mean he didn't even make it to this debate also like that's weird right why did tom steyer not make it but bloomberg did it was all because of that poll that he managed to get right before the debate by buying mi- hundreds of million of dollars <laughs> yeah. of television ads. But he didn't use any of his money, though. No, he just used the fucking interest on his money. And, like, I do, like, one thing that Sanders did really well tonight is that every time wealth was mentioned, he tied it back to Bloomberg. Basically, like, connecting this image of just a disgusting capitalist and just directly tying that image to Bloomberg. Because, I mean, that's going to sink him. I mean, people hate rich people i don't understand how rich people don't know this about the world it's because they're they live in a fucking different universe than us they don't realize that everyone hates them everyone is laughing at fucking michael bloomberg because he is a fucking joke i don't think that's necessarily true i think there's a lot of people who genuinely think that people who have that gross amount of money deserve their wealth do they really think that or have they been conditioned (laughs) to think that though I mean, I think they just, like, most people just don't know, and, like, they don't connect the dots, and, like, they don't, like, a lot of people devalue themselves, like, they make minimum wage, and they think they deserve minimum wage. Yeah, it's just so fucking sad, man, like, the idea that you could look up to someone like Bloomberg... And and honestly believe that he is like a role model, something to ascri- something just, to aspire for. I'm very confused on who his actual support would go to, though. If he were to drop out, you mean? Yeah, like um, do you have policies? Like, what's his policies? Do you know what, who? Like, who is the pool of voters who are just voting for whoever the last person they saw on TV was? You know? Yeah, like, like how who, many people? Like, you know, I've heard Bloomberg a lot. I'm gonna put him in. Like, my question how is, like, how are other exist? candidates not able to capture these yeah, people? Yeah, well? that's, yeah, that's, like, that's what I don't understand, too. Like, who goes to the voting booth and, like, don't know who they're going to vote for already before getting there? Right. I think we yeah. might have talked about this, but that still doesn't make any sense to me. Like, yeah, if no, you're going to vote, like, like, just might as well not fucking vote if you don't know who you're fucking voting for, like, by the time you get there. Like, it's because or, these people do not possess an ideology, David. Like, they are literally, like... That's the kind of person that you have to be to vote for Michael Bloomberg. Like, you either have to be, like, a diehard capitalist, or you have to just be so disengaged that you literally are just voting based on who you heard last. Because I, I just can't understand if you if you have an ideology, if you have some kind of, like, greater arc 
in your mind about how the world should work and how things should work. Like, if you believe something, anything, if you believe anything, you cannot possibly vote for someone like Bloomberg, you know? Yeah, but I guess fucking banking off those people, it's working. Battery's fucking cooking the books, bro. It's embarrassing to live in a country where 15% of people are able to just be influenced like that, though. Like, I wouldn't be surprised if Bloomberg's just fucking handing out dollar bills, you know, before they fucking go pull. Oh, well, I mean, we already know that that's true. I mean, he pays people, like, hundreds of dollars to make com- or to write articles and make comments online about how he's a good. Like, that is a known fact. He Like, his campaign publicly p- pays people money to write positive things about him online. That is something that's that fucked. we know. I mean, Bloomberg's really just a fucking, you know, less radical Donald Trump. I wouldn't even say less radical. I mean, because Maybe even low-key. Donald- he, like, hides his... Uh, he's a smart Donald Trump, maybe. Like, you know, he's, yeah. he tries to hide his, his fucking dirty, you know, laundry. But, you know, the yeah. dirty laundry's still there. I mean, he's smart in the sense that he knows how to how to get things done. But he's dumb because he doesn't understand how to do things the right way. Like, he's the most dangerous combination of people, of things in, in a person, in my opinion. Because, like, he understands the process. He understands how politics works. And that's why he's able to fucking do this well on the state, on uh, yeah, how to like, make it to Donald Trump is bad, but works. Bloomberg could be worse. Absolutely. I, I wholeheartedly believe that Bloomberg would be worse than Trump. And I think that he's not, I think that he's arguably a worse person than Trump because he's exploited far more people. Um, and he's been accused of far more sexual misconducts, which I didn't even think was possible to run for office and be more of a yeah. rapist than Donald Trump. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's uh, absolutely wild. But uh, he's fucking doing it, which is insane. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't want this to this whole show to just be about <laughs> to Bloomberg, the Bloomberg. But, like, <laughs> the Bloomberg but, but it really five. pisses me off. Like, my blood is fucking hot right now because it <laughs> triggers me so much. Yeah, I, it, honestly, I just don't know how he's, you know, we've said this many times before. I'm going to say it one last time before we move to, on to the next topic, that he's literally just buying his way in. And yeah. are we going to see it again in the future? Maybe. Oh yeah, I mean, unless Sanders can significantly change how elections work and how campaign financing works, um, which should uh, should be one of his first things on his agenda, which it is. He has publicly said that that is one thing that he will tackle right away is campaign finance. But until that happens, we're gonna see a Bloomberg every election from now on, basically. A so Bloomberg. I hope I hope that that can change. Um, yeah, but let's move on. Um, I want to yeah. discuss a, a quote that actually you brought up. Or I think maybe I brought up. I don't know. But anyway, I want to discuss it with you. Okay. Um, Let's go. It's a Sanders quote uh, where he basically said, the reason that I don't like people like Michael Bloomberg and the reason that Americans are ready for socialism is actually because rich people are already socialists. He basically is bring is doing the, the Martin Luther King thing where it's basically socialism for the rich and, you know, capitalism for the poor. What, what do you think about that statement, David? Like, do you think that Sanders is kind of muddying the waters about what socialism is and what he actually believes? Or do you think that's actually a good thing that he's doing? I mean, I mean, he's just trying to show that, like, people already exist in, like, a socialist society and, like, the 1% protect each other and they, they uh, pass laws that help them and they, you know, that, that work for them the best. And right. they're, they're trying to show us, like, people already live like this. I don't think it's a bad thing, but it just shows that, like, you know, there's already people who's um, gaining, uh, having benefits from, you know, this 
you know, oligarchy and, you know, this, uh, how they, like, you know, they live different lives from us. It's not the same. And right. it's, they get treated differently and it's, the rules aren't the same. And yeah. that I think that, that he's I showing us that, that, right. that we, we, you know, like we want this for the majority not the minority. I think you're definitely right. And like, I don't know, like I'm, I'm a real socialist, like I'm not a social Democrat, like Bernie Sanders. So it does kind of like trigger me a little bit to see like, or to hear him use the word socialism to describe something that it's not socialism is not related to socialism. But I actually agree with you, David, that what he's doing is, is a, is a net benefit because no matter what, we're going to have to deal with the problem that so many people just automatically will never vote for a socialist. And I mean, yeah, and they, like the, it's the even better to talk about this. socialism because um, like I feel like a lot of people don't understand what, you know, like when they hear socialism or, you know, socialist, you know, they get scared and they like oh, communism, fucking China, Russia, you know, type shit. Right. Right. And exactly. like you want to, like basically fucking, you want to take like we need to take back this word and that this word isn't a fucking bad word and it's not a word you should be afraid of. Absolutely, I totally agree, and that's exactly why I agree, and it's why I think that even if his version of socialism is not necessarily perfectly aligned with yours, I, I don't think that there should be any friction there. You shouldn't like, as a as a person who supports Bernie Sanders, even if you're further left than him, I don't think that it should trigger you that he's using that word because. It's, it's helping us in the long run because people are more re- are more receptive to this idea of socialism even if they don't necessarily understand it because I think that I agree with uh, uh, AOC I agree with other political commentators that I think that in reality the American people are a lot further to the left than most people than think, they actually realize yeah like right you can, exactly. you can turn someone socialist but you can like lead them there to that to yeah. the to the thought because it's just the I mean, I don't want to say it's the right way to think, but it's the most, like, logical and, like, yeah, fucking morals and ethics. or anything. Right. It's the logical conclusion. It's the most logical if you're a worker. If you're one of the people who are not benefiting from this capitalist society, you, you almost don't even have to educate people about what socialism is or what capitalism even is. All you have to do is ask them questions. This is what we were discussing earlier. Like, you don't need to radicalize people into socialists by teaching them Marxist theory and, like, getting them to yeah, read going fucking way Lenin too hard. and shit like that. Yeah, you don't need to do that. That's nerd shit, and nobody gives a fuck about the fact that you read and then, theory. Like, and good then, job, man. And then, yeah, and, like, as soon as you try to attack them that way and, like, try to fucking break down their character and, like, change the way they've been thinking for years... Right. Uh, you're not they they're just gonna get, they're gonna get uh, super up upset and they're gonna just stop listening to you uh, like exactly at that point and that's why bernie's message is so effective because he doesn't tell you socialism is the way he demonstrates it to you by asking questions about your life like what is it in your life that makes it hard for you to live happily is it the fact that you can't afford health insurance is it the fact that your wages have have gone down over the past 30 years your is rent's it the gone fact up that, wage hasn't changed exactly R- wages haven't changed but rents are going up your you, your life is getting more precarious in almost every way like these are the questions that you ask people and then the answer to those questions is socialism they just don't know it yet you don't need to radicalize them in that way. You just need to help them understand that that word socialism is not necessarily the boogeyman that it was made out to be. Yeah. I wonder sometimes, like, if Bernie is hiding his true power level. I hope so, man. I, like, I get jaded sometimes because I, I don't know if you read this, uh, this statement that AOC made um, the other day where she basically said that, um, 
like it was it was in the best interest of people to vote for the democratic candidate no matter who it was like and i do kind of get like triggered when people like aoc it seems like they're very socialist progressive young politicians young leaders that can lead the next generation of socialists and then they'll say some dumb lib bullshit yeah yeah i mean like compromise and it, like, it jades me. I'm not going to lie. Uh, you can't compromise if you want, cha- like, you know, the changes that we are looking for and need. Like, right. you can't, you can't, like, that's why I think that the fucking blue no matter who is just so stupid, dude. Like, don't allow them to make you think that, like, okay, yeah, I'm going to vote whoever it is because, you know, maybe Bernie might not get it. But, dude, we right. want Bernie to get it. And if Bernie right. doesn't get it, and it's going it. to be another Trump for years. Right, exactly. That's the point. The point is, is that we want Bernie to win. That's it. That's th- that should be the end of it. The point is not to defeat Donald Trump. The point, and I hate that they say this all the time. Warren says this. Even Sanders says this, and it pisses me off. The goal of this election is not to defeat Donald Trump. If that's your only goal, then you might as well not show up to the polls in November. The point of electing someone is so that they can make meaningful changes in your life. If you elect someone like Bloomberg or Biden. All that's going to happen is that, okay, yeah, it might be nice if the Trump tax cuts get rolled back. But guess what? The taxes were too low way before Trump took office. They've been low for 20, 30, 40 fucking years. It is way beyond. The highest tax bracket is like, what, 600,000? And it's like, what, 37% or something ridiculously low like that? And capital gains taxes are nothing. And even then, companies like Amazon don't pay capital gains taxes because they hide their wealth overseas. Like, these these problems have existed since these politicians were in fucking diapers. It has nothing to do with Donald Trump. This is a problem that exists way before Donald Trump, and it will exist after if we do not fucking change it. So if you're just voting to defeat Donald Trump, your vote is worthless. We don't need that right now. That's not what we yeah. need, and that's not what we can handle. Like you know, me and Caleb obviously will ne- we would never vote for Donald Trump. That's you know, you know, that just doesn't make I any. I mean, I'm fucking morally sense. opposed to the guy. But, I can't vote for him. Uh, like we don't want to. We don't want to settle for a candidate who is just gonna do is gonna be a do nothing in office, and right. uh, you know, pass no meaningful legislation. Yeah, because to me, what is the difference between that and Donald Trump? Because what what legislation has Donald Trump seriously passed right now today? Like, what has he passed that I seriously disagree with? Like, of course, the tax cut I disagree with. But what's the difference between that and what, like, what any other fucking president has done for the past 30 years? It's no meaningful difference. They've been doing this to us, bleeding us dry for generations. That's no different. Just because Trump is mean when he says it doesn't make it any worse. Obama did practically the same thing by bailing out Wall Street in 2008, but he gets a lot of praise from liberals because he was, I don't know, what was he? He was nothing. It's he did he was nothing black. for I mean, anyone. I mean, let's just get out on the air. Like, a lot of people loved like Obama because he was black. I don't even think it's necessarily just because he was black. I mean, that's one factor that's really important because for a lot of people, like, that seemed like a win. It's like, okay, finally someone I mean, yeah, who represents dude. us. Like, I... I successful well-spoken black man who is a great role model for other black americans taking office i mean that was a huge victory and i think that what made obama so enticing was the fact that he was everything to everyone yeah like, like he, he was he was, hope, so he was changed and exactly like, you know. and and when when that didn't work I don't understand how that doesn't immediately radicalize you. Like, if, if you were a person who voted for Obama both times when he ran, like, how can you not just be totally jaded with this system? 
Yeah. If you voted for Obama twice and you're voting for someone like Bloomberg or for someone like Biden, like, I'm sorry, but you just do not possess the morality that it requires for a human to exist in a civil society. I'm sorry, but you just don't. Because you don't understand cause and effect. You don't understand history. And you're not critically engaged with the political process. So as far as I'm concerned, just don't vote. Because you don't know what you're doing and you don't understand what's going on around you. So I I, I don't want your vote and I don't need it. But if you're not like that and you actually want to see some <laughs> uh, fucking change, then you should vote for Sanders. <laughs> uh, this has been anyway, just sorry. one uh, like, triggered fucking episode, dude. I'm sorry. I'm really <laughs> upset. I'm sorry. I, we can let's talk about something a little bit more fucking yeah. funny. What did you think about the fact that Wonder Boy Pete grew a fucking five o'clock shadow for this Nevada caucus? Uh, I mean, it's it's funny. I don't know why. Like, like, cause there has to, you know, there's a fucking there's a reason for everything when like you're yeah. in the political sphere. Like, is he is he trying to seem more like laid back and like chilled? Like, what is he was he gained here? You know. Yeah, it's like the classic move. Like it's like the Boris yeah, he's Johnson. Like, oh, I'm, just an, I'm just a regular dude, bro. Did you know that this UK? You might not know who this is, but this UK port- uh, politician Boris Johnson, when he was uh, running for uh, prime minister in 2016, I believe 2017, maybe he famously said on an interview that he would ruffle his hair on purpose so that way when he was on doing an interview, he would look more like disheveled so that people would be able to uh, relate with him more. I feel like that's the kind of sociopathy that Pete Buttigieg kind of displays in real life, you know? Yeah. Like. He's the kind of guy to be like to talk to his staffers and be like, "How are beards polling in Nevada? <laughs> like, do I need to grow a beard for this oh Congress? You know what I mean?" God, dude, I, I'm yeah. Honestly, I agree with you. Fucking Robo Pete, five o'clock shadow. Like it was, it was funny. I mean, it does make his baby face look a little more, a little less, you know, baby. <laughs> yeah, fucking rat. He barely spoke. I mean, though, one uh, thing I want to talk about is like, also, is like Pete, dude. Honestly, Pete has like come out of nowhere. Like when I first heard of um, fucking Mr. Boot was, uh, I believe, like back when we were talking about the very first debate, where I'm like, wait, yeah. who's this fucking Pete guy? Who's Amy? Who's Amy Closure? I've never heard of these people. <laughs> they are polling three percent right now. Now he's three percent, and he's like third leading in the polls right now. Or no, yes, fourth, like fourth leading polls, the fourth or fifth, whatever leading polls right now. I mean, I I don't want to encourage people to get complacent, but as far as Pete Buttigieg goes, like I would not worry too much about him. His campaign, I I predict, and this is a number one A plus prediction. I am a professional, by the way. All right, so start you putting your fucking bets down. Yeah, I I think that Pete's campaign is going, going to fizzle out from here on. I think that he's he's doomed. Really, you think he's going to fizzle out? Really. Yes, I think that he used all of his resources in um, Iowa and um, New, Hampshire. Uh, New Hampshire, and I think that his his campaign does not have the uh, momentum required to carry through into the rest of the primaries. What so, I was very yeah. uh, like confused about seeing that Amy did like the third best in New Hampshire, which is very like I was like, is she from here? Like, how the fuck is she doing so well? Yeah. Like I, I honestly have no idea. But but let's talk about polls though. You recently told me something really interesting. You want to tell the listeners about it? About the most recent polls? Uh are you talking about uh how Bernie's leading the polls? No? Yeah. Not just not just the poll. All the polls. But all of them. Every single poll that has been released since New RCP, Hampshire, as far as I'm aware of. Plus six points. Um, yeah. Plus six points. I, I saw some polls, like in California, for example, where he was like 15 points above the next highest person 
Yeah, and like, uh, Biden like fucking dropping by like sixteen, 16 points. Plummeting. He's plummeting to earth right now, dude. <laughs> yeah, especially yeah, like on. I didn't expect like Iowa and New Hampshire to just have that effect on Biden's campaign, to absolutely yeah. like cut his fucking numbers in half, like for Bloomberg to even catch up to him in polls. Yeah, I. I mean, which is yeah, insane because Bloomberg's third polling somehow. Third? How's Bloomberg is third poll? Like, I, I don't mean to talk about Bloomberg again, but he is running third in the polls, beating Warren, beating uh, P. Like, what the fuck, dude? He is buying these polls, dude. Like, how much is a poll? Can I get my fucking name on there? Yeah, can I get on the fucking debate stage, dude? I, fuck, I would dude. love to get on that debate stage. We need a fucking. Man, we need. We need to start a Kickstarter to get us fucking on that debate floor, man. Absolutely, yeah, yeah, dude. Oh my god, I would demolish. I I don't think they would let me on. I would just I would just be. It would be. I would be going over the time. The <laughs> it'd, be time a, it'd be a it'd be a threat. It'd be a threat to everyone there. I would be fully strapped. Like I'm not gonna fucking physically or uh, strapped with knowledge. Ooh. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh. But yeah. Uh, okay, I have one last thing yeah. to talk about the debate, and then we can just we can put this to bed. Okay. Okay. For sure. Um, I want to talk about one more aspect of the debate, which I think is very harmful, actually, to our political discourse in general. And I think that even Sanders is kind of guilty of this sometimes, but but usually he's better about this than other candidates. And that's throwing numbers out with a little context, and that means nothing. So for, for the biggest one that pissed me off tonight was um, the Medicare for all debate that inevitably happens at every debate. Yeah. Because, um, of course, all of the uh, candidates other than Bernie uh, attack him relentlessly about the cost of his Medicare for all program, um, even though it has a, a Yale study recently released. Uh, in, within the last week, actually, yesterday, actually, Yale study says Medicare for all would save the U.S. $450 billion. And, it, and if that is not enough for you, it would also allegedly prevent nearly 70,000 unnecessary deaths per year. Because 70,000, yes, 70,000 Americans die every year because they do not have access to health care. If that is not barbarism, then I don't know what is. To live in the wealthiest country in the world that has 70,000 deaths a year, unnecessary deaths that could be prevented yeah. and save money while we do it. Like, um, I mean, it's it's incredible. I mean, yeah, all the donors are those, you know, insurance companies who, you know, want to stay alive and running, right? Am I yeah, wrong? They're like, all the insurance companies would just be deleted. And people yep, are fucking, people are scared that like, you know, Bernie gets elected, they're going to be fucking out of their wealth, you know? Right. Yeah, and it, like, and it just annoys me that, that people like Biden can throw words out saying saying random-ass fucking numbers with no context. Like, like if you add together all of his proposals, it's going to cost $50 trillion. Like, that number means fucking anything. Because yeah. the just throwing a just a pure number out and just saying $50 trillion without mentioning anything any of Sanders's proposals on how to pay for these programs, it's it's akin to just blatantly lying. Because at the end of the day, people hear this number fifty trillion and they're like, "Oh my god, that's insane!" But they don't understand that that's it. It's doable, and also it's a lie because it's way more than what it actually is going to cost. It's the high estimate of what Medicare for all would cost, plus all of his other programs, and it. And like this Yale study says, a lot of people do not agree with those numbers because other countries can do it. And the point about 
the reason that America is different than other countries is because we have this huge industry of healthcare and pharmaceutical companies that are overcharging and price fixing yeah, and price honestly fucking crazy the health and it artificially in. inflates the amount that we spend on healthcare. so people are using the current numbers for their calculations when that's not appropriate and they know it's not appropriate but they'll lie just to make it sound like sanders's plan is impossible and it's a dead end when in reality we all know that it's not yeah, sometimes I wonder if fucking, like, Bloomberg is just a fucking plant to just fucking attack Bernie's campaign and, like, to just, you know, take away fucking, you know, just being his name out there and, like, taking it away from, you know, Bernie and or other, you know, maybe even Warren, you know? Yeah, I think that, like, I mean, it's pretty much explicitly to do that. Although you said something earlier that I think is an interesting idea. What if it's actually the opposite and Bloomberg is a class trader? And he's mm. actually trying to help Bernie win by being like a punching bag for all the other candidates. I said this? Just just something to think about. I don't know. Maybe it was someone else. <laughs> but I think that's, a, uh, that's actually that. a genius but, idea. I mean, because, I mean, because, that would be I mean, cool, like, but probably not. The way that they, the way that they manhandled, manhandled him on stage tonight like actually took a lot of heat off Bernie. So <laughs> like, And also, Bernie was able to get some like cheap jabs in on him because it's so fucking easy. Uh, and like gain some nice points for that. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I could see either way, but then again, like the alleged child rapist, aka uh, slash sexual assaulter, alleged, um, maybe maybe probably not the best left wing ally to have uh, for us. Honestly, you should just knock fair. out. If you're not over six feet, you can't fucking become president. It'd knock out uh, yeah. a lot of uh, people. <laughs> yeah, I love how it says on Google that he's five eight. But Elizabeth Warren is 5'8", and she towers over <laughs> his fucking manlet ass, dude. He's literally, like, 5'2". Yeah. Fucking Bloomberg literally fucking crawled under Jeffrey Epstein's door and fucking strangled him. Yeah. And yeah, and I, we're not being ableist, by the way. Any short listeners out there, we love you. It's just I mean, the fact I'm short, that he's too. short and rich. He's like a little bug. You know what I mean? Yeah. A little fucking rich-ass bug. Um, but anyway, yeah. Um, uh, So before we close, before we close this 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 thing i want to talk about um the closing statements again i want to rehash this i want to get your opinion on it again so what do you think that our listeners let's say that it goes to a brokered convention okay and they i they think fuck Bernie's gonna get fucked. i think he will honestly get fucked what what do we do in that situation as like people uh, as I, voters what do we do i mean like you know everyone wants to say you know the funny thing is to say is like you'll act like people will fucking actually bear arms and wreak havoc yeah but like i don't know what people would actually do like people are not you know i don't think people will do that yeah people i don't know i don't know people cannot stand for that though right like, yeah, that, like that's it like how that's can you stand like yeah like you can't do that dude like this is too blatant this is right in front of your face yeah. now that you can't ignore it's this. not a democracy you can't anymore. turn away yeah, like, yeah. you're getting rat-fucked. Get your guns. Exactly. Like, I genuinely don't know what I would do in that scenario. Like, I definitely wouldn't vote for whoever it was, but, like, I don't know if I would do something more than that even because, like, I feel like it warrants something more than that. <laughs> oh, you know, well, but don't I don't fucking, know what it is. Don't fucking... God, they're gonna fucking use this tape in court. I don't know. I don't know. I'm not saying anything specific, <laughs> oh, okay? Fuck, so, like, dude. if this comes okay. up later... This is not in reference to any specific act that I may or may not commit in the future. But my point is, though, is that I plead the, the fact that the candidates blatantly said that they would be okay if the DNC rat-fucked Bernie, like, I, I just, I cannot in good conscience ex- accept that if that happens. Yeah, I like, yeah, I, I don't think it would be accepted. It's just, like, you can't, 
it's just so wrong. And that yeah. it's so cre- like I understand why the candidates would say, of course, you know, I, you know that you know it's the it's up to the DNC, you know, it's there's the a DNC's process, rules. you know, there's a yeah, there's, there's a process. process. Like no, you are fucking someone who who won fair and square, and you're cheating them out of it just to push your agenda, just so the rich can just stay to prevent rich. Prevent his agenda more than anything. Yeah, sometimes I like to think that the this fucking campaign is literally like. It's us versus them, dude. Yeah, it's absolutely. fucking everyone against Bernie. That is the message of socialism, and like this is socialism manifesting in real like, life. Like, there's a fucking battlegrounds right, right now, dude. Like, that's happening, yep. fucking on stage tonight, and fucking, you know, going on currently until we find out who gets the nomination. Yep, absolutely, I totally agree, and yeah, I mean, there is an argument to be made that you can never truly break the master's chains with the master's tools, like. In other words, achieving a true socialist utopia, quote-unquote, using that word ironically, um, it cannot be done through electoral politics. Dude, which we need I to bring our own I, tools, bro. I, I think I agree with that. But, the yeah, exactly. The point is is that if we all have health care and we all have jobs and we all have a life that's decent, then the coming revolution will be much easier. <laughs> Let's just put it that way. So, I mean, it's still worth fighting for this. Even if you're totally a fucking Maoist, like, it's still worth fighting for this. This victory is worth fighting for. Yeah, this, so. this like, the elections might be one of the most fucking important elections you'll see in your lifetime. Yeah, absolutely. Because this is, this is where the DNC gets the unique opportunity to decide if they are going to step aside for the fucking future of this country or if they're going to have to be taken apart by the future of this country because that's <laughs> yeah. really the crossroads that we're at. Yeah. Fucking the people have been fucked for too long, dude. Yep. And Bernie not getting the nomination might fucking be the the fucking the final fucking the final straw, straw dude. dude. Yeah. Uh, just like the Honestly. fucking Dire Wimpy Kid book, dude. The last straw. Exactly like the t- What? <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck. Oh, God. Man, okay, David, you know, I've been under a lot of stress lately, Yeah, I man. know, dude, and, and I know you made a certain purchase to relieve some of that stress. Yeah, so I've, I really needed to relieve some stress, man, so I I went on a trip with my girlfriend <laughs> recently to the sex oh, store. Oh, fuck. The sex store, the one. Sex the one and only sex store. Yeah. And, like, um, all exclusive. I'm surprised you were able to get in, actually. Why? <laughs> what the fuck? Uh, because of how exclusive this uh, well story is. I don't have any pictures with Ghislaine Maxwell out, out there on the internet. So, um, But yeah, luckily but yeah. they let me in because they thought I was someone else. Um, yeah. So I purchased a... They probably thought you were a <laughs> woman. They could, uh, you know, maybe traffic. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, they thought I was underage at first, but then I got a little bit closer. They saw my Pete Buttigieg 5 o'clock shadow and they knew <laughs> I was good to go. Yeah. So um, I was actually safe. But um, I made a very interesting purchase for one hundred U.S. dollars. <laughs> I, I still can't spent. fucking believe it, dude. Like, I like, I can't believe boys. Like this, we but. we we need fucking money to afford the shit we buy for this podcast, and this yeah, guy buys real. a pocket pussy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So uh, I fuck. bought a a pocket pussy, colloquially speaking. But of course, it, it's a. I went for it's the a brand flashlight. Flashlight. <laughs> so. Oh, fuck. Uh, yeah. It, okay. Let, I just wanted to. Talk I have about a, actually an interesting pocket pussy uh, story after this one, though. Okay. Okay. I want to talk about one other thing that I saw in the sex shop before I bought my pocket pussy. So, like, for, first of all, with the pocket pussy thing, like, I, I bought a 
I so so I walk over to the shelf right, and you see like all this assortment of options. Basically, like the top sh- you have the top shelf pocket pussies, which are like the oh, brand top name shelf ones, like, pocket pussy and stuff. Fuck, yeah, and dude. you have like the nice like cases where it's like a pocket pussy, but it also comes with like a bunch of other like accessories that go with it, right? So like wait, there's accessories like, nah, that I'm goes not... with pocket pussies, like yeah, like, you what? have like they have like lube and oh, okay. like one I of them came exists. with like handcuffs, which is kind of weird, champ, because like but if you're, you're a pocket, using a pocket pussy? pussy, like yeah, I don't know what you're putting handcuffs on, but okay. on yourself, yeah, I guess, <laughs> um, and and then like and then like one shelf down was like the off-brand stuff, so like. For $70, you can buy basically, like, this rubber mesh sleeve that does the exact same thing as a flashlight, but it's $30 cheaper. Or you can buy a flashlight that has a picture of a porn star on the package. I mean, you you paid pay the gamer tax for the pocket yes. pussy. You paid, I gamer paid the tax. gamer tax. <laughs> you sure. paid yeah, for yeah. the, you know, the, the exclusivity of her, of her pussy imprint. Yeah. So I got um a... I mean, uh, let's hear a review. I mean, we need a we need to hear like you know what brand and fucking would you recommend? So it? I bought so I bought a Dillian. Oh, I forgot her name. Shit. Um, I bought a Dillian Harper porn star pocket pussy for one hundred dollars for one hundred U.S. dollars. Jesus. And a review. Um, I mean, it's all right. It's okay. <laughs> I mean, Here's like, is it better than jerking off? I mean, like, zero. I um, mean, act you can do for free versus an act you had to pay a hundred dollars for. So, like, would Which I would say you spend a hundred dollars? Okay, here's my official review for the pocket pussy. Okay, if you're a guy, you've been blessed with the ability of having two hands. I'm sorry if we have any listeners without hands. That's awkward, but Fuck. I'm speaking to my listeners with hands right now. You have been blessed with two unique instruments to pleasure yourself for free by god mm-hmm. and like as far as i'm concerned like when you buy a pocket pussy it's almost like you're violating a contract that you made with god really that, you know yeah but here's it's the like thing, the, the the you know the the forbidden fruit exactly here's the thing there's 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 you took there's a, a the forbidden fruit, bro. there's gives and there's takes for this forbidden fruit okay because on the first hand we gain knowledge of course mm-hmm. and the knowledge of Infinite. this forbidden fruit is that it is very. It, it feels very nice. Okay, <laughs> like if I had to compare it to jerking uh, off with your hand, right? Like it's, like if jerking off with your hand is like a six, a pocket pussy is like an eight. Okay, so like it's a, it's definitely an improvement. All right? Really? So I mean, it's and then real sex would be a ten. Um, y- yeah, for the, like usually, right? Yeah, yeah. Like if if real sex is a ten and like your hand, well how's, I don't know because like how's the clean I up? genuinely think you, that like did you should... impregnate your pocket pussy? I mean I no no the... no that's weird. No, I don't think you're supposed to do that. Like okay, so it comes with in the package it comes with this this it comes with 0.7 milliliters of the finest water based lubricant for your pocket pussy. <laughs> it also comes with it comes oh, with fuck. a bunch of powder, ba- like baby powder type stuff. So basically like you use the pocket pussy, you clean it. You dry it, and then you put the baby powder on it to make it nice and fresh again. So the give <laughs> is that it feels good. The take is that, first of all, it costs $100. And the second take is that it requires a lot of prep. Okay? Because I think that one of the blessings that God gave us you can is just that be you can me, just like, jerk off I could be my me right now if I wanted to. Exactly. No one would know. It could be But, like, you know, if you wanted, if minutes. I wanted to, you know, fuck my, my pocket pussy, I would, you know, I had to get the fucking baby powder. I would have to get the fucking the lube. You know? <laughs> yeah. It's a whole thing. And, like, on one hand, I'm like, you know, ritual is nice. Exactly. I'm like, <laughs> the this ritual. is a nice little event. 
but <laughs> you're like getting your fucking time, pocket pussy ready. Oh yes, you know the baby powder, the lube, and then you, uh, you know, yeah, fuck, it's, wor- dude. it's it's. I hesitate to say it's worth it. Here's here's my official review. If dude, you're this is the second like official me, review, dude. Fuck. Okay, this okay. is the official official post official okay. review. If you're a guy like me, just a normal dude with a normal healthy sex life, and you you like jerking off, go for a pocket pussy, but don't buy the brand dollar because there is buy no the great difference. value pocket pussy. Exactly, buy the Walmart brand pocket pussy because there is no difference between the two. You know what? Fuck it, make your own pocket pussy. You're a worker, yeah. you can produce things. Okay, make your own pocket pussy and just enjoy that. And uh, those one time use okay pocket pussies. It. Yeah, exactly, like a tinga. For example, like that's a good one. Yeah, that's good. Fuck. That's my official review. It's just like, just don't. <laughs> you know, life's too short not to buy a pocket pussy, but also life's too long. Do to you spend think every guy pussy. needs a pocket pussy in their arsenal? I think that it's a good purchase. Yeah, I'm gonna go ahead and say yes. I think yes. I think it's ne- the time has <laughs> finally come for men to reclaim our sexuality. Okay, because we have been downtrodden on for too mm. long. Women Men can have just have vibrators, and they can have their toys, their fucking, uh, you know, Hachi fucking wands. You know, a exactly. man just wants to fuck a pussy made of plastic. Exactly. And there, fuck. There's nothing wrong with that, dude. There is nothing wrong with boiling your pocket pussy to make it feel more realistic mm-hmm. and using pheromone-based lubricant mm-hmm. on your pocket pussy. There's nothing wrong with that. There is nothing wrong with that. So, yeah, go ahead. Go ahead, get, go ahead King. Your crown is slipping. Let me put that back on your head right and now. And fuck this pocket pussy. And tap you on your butt straight fuck. to the nearest sex store to buy God, yourself a pocket pussy. You've actually kind of hyped me up, and I feel like now I need a pocket pussy. You do. Every yeah. guy needs one. But leading into this, would you make a pocket bussy? A pocket bussy? How a would you tell the difference? pussy. Because, you know, the ass is more tight, bro. Oh. Oh, that's true. I'm pretty sure they make flashlights that are like yeah no they have stuff. they have asshole flashlights but would you make a mold of your bussy for other people? Oh, to fuck? I definitely would. Actually, you know, speaking of that, like the with the left Dillian in the south Harper bussy's coming thing, in soon. <laughs> left in the south merch, dude, or that bussy. <laughs> the the Dillian <laughs> thing, it's an actual mold of her vagina. Like she put uh, just, like fucking paraffin <laughs> wax on her badge. And molded it, oh, and then she fuck. signed it. That's the best part. Is she signed it? Oh, it's a signed, signed. It's pocket a signed pussy? pocket pussy from Dillian Harper. That's dude. that. That might be like valuable worth in the future. The gamer tags? That might Is be it worth the thirty. Like you know, games? what if you you know you have like a collecting uh, you know it's a collect uh, collecting cards. Oh my god, that's actually true. And you know, each one has a different like texture on the inside. Yeah, so they all it's feel like different, yeah, it's like this is my Dylan Harper pocket pussy, and <laughs> this is my Mia Khalifa pocket pussy. Yeah, so more you can see that this soon. more texture. Yeah, I just I'm still fucking dying at the thought of left in the south, fucking pocket bussies, <laughs> dude. Would you, you do have the the, thing, the David bussy? You know, oh, tight, yeah. firm. <laughs> you know, <laughs> use virgin bussy. Uh, Caleb, short supply, a, a little on the loose side. <laughs> I would definitely do but that. But does the job? Thing, would you have to like shave your ass to do the? I mean, if you want to, like, I'm, I'm thinking like a mold of my, natural. like, I think I'm, like, I'm thinking like a mold of my ass, and like you'd be able to spread my ass cheeks type deal. <laughs> And okay. really go to town on my bussy. How much would you price uh, these bussies at? For us? Like, would you... How, at least yeah, like how, 200. 
for yeah, me. for sure. Like for mine. Yeah, like uh, just a uh, perfect. Mine's top mm-hmm. shelf, dude. Yeah, like this is never used before bussy. Yeah, like this is a unicorn. And for the, the people who are confused bussy. on what the word bussy means, that means a boy pussy. Just, just Yeah, everyone, dude, okay. our listeners know what a bussy is. I, I would they're hope like, they know what a bussy is, because if you don't, I, maybe maybe you need, maybe you're a little too old, yeah. Grandpa. Yeah, maybe you're too, either that or too young. Jesus, the dude. thought of like a child <laughs> listening to this show actually uh, kind of no. disturbs me. I mark all our episodes explicit, so if you don't have your fucking oh, parents' okay. permission. That's fine, then. That's everyone fine. Everyone knows it's, a, it's illegal to lie about yeah, your you age can. on the internet. <laughs> Fuck, dude. This isn't content for kids. Is <laughs> it actually is illegal. Yeah. Good thing we mentioned that at the end of the episode. <laughs> yeah, fuck. <laughs> Shit, man. Anyway. Uh, the last thing I wanted to talk to you about is, you know, we always have our philosophy thing. At the end, you know, we always have this, you know, discussion. You know, we, we step aside from the politics and think more about the life that's going around us, you know, and, like, fucking how we think, right? And I just want you to think you know we already have you know theories on how life started on earth but how do you think life started on earth and you know the, there's you know, the primordial soup i think that you know, the the there was a chip off the top of the dome that fell down into the ocean and the subsequent heating of the ocean from the energy of what the do you dome, mean a chip off the top of the dome um well in case you don't know our earth is actually an enclosed system um, it's a flat plane accelerating through space at 9.8 meters per second encased in an ice wall and uh, the top is a dome. Yeah, bro. So I think That's that why don't you want to go to the fucking Antarctic, bro, and fucking Arctic, bro? Have the you ice wall. Been there? No. I mean, have yeah, you? I don't know why you haven't been there. Because, because of the ice wall. Dude, I mean, if yeah. it weren't for the ice walls, the water would just fall off the planet. That's true. And, like, that's, that is irrefutable evidence that life began that well not necessarily that life began that way but i mean that's how life is bro i mean that's just how it is that's them's the facts i mean because if you put water on a plate and you tilt the plate like what happens to the water water falls off the plate exactly and you don't need a fucking phd now you put a water in a cup now that water's not going anywhere exactly exactly i'm glad we're on the same but um to actually give how my my theory, you know, I, I always have fucking crazy theories on evolution and how shit might came to a, a be, right? So, right. you know, you know, there's those, you know, thermal vents, at, you know, at the bottom of the ocean. I honestly think life started there. You know, you got the fucking, really? you know, you got the minerals and fucking shit coming out of the earth, like coming through those vents. You got heat, food, you know, it's just the perfect place to just fucking Sulfur. begin. <laughs> Delicious salt. <laughs> mm, nutrients. Mm, yeah. Minerals. You know, what do you think about the idea that life actually began on another planet? And, like, someone took a shit and, like, now we're here? Yeah. Yeah, like, like life began basically, like, okay, what about, like, a Mars Genesis where basically life began on Mars, but it was, like, just germs and shit. Like, you know, single-celled organisms. And that whatever. shit hit us? And, yeah, and then eventually, like, uh, something, f- like, Mars atmosphere went away right yeah and then like some of the single cells got to earth somehow maybe like a meteor or something bounced off mars and then slingshotted to earth i mean that's such a low chance but um if it happened i don't know it happened you know it fucking whenever we talk about space we're anything thing about space i just think how how crazy it is that you know how big space is and how the fuck like where the aliens at bro and are they hiding the aliens and (laughs) 
are the UFOs? Are the aliens behind the ice wall? Yeah. (laughs) Is Mike Bloomer an alien? Like, who fucking knows, dude? Oh, definitely. You saw his fucking face drooping off his loose-ass fucking... Fucking lizard people? Are they real? Like... Yeah, definitely. Fuck, dude. I mean... I don't know, man. Like... Do you think Whenever I think about there's like a huge conspiracy, Sorry, like a like a huge conspiracy that's going on, but like an actual conspiracy, like something that like is going on actively that's like huge. I don't I don't think it would be possible. Like in terms of aliens? No, like just like hiding something or just, any or just like uh, there's like a conspiracy going on and like there has to be. Um I think that there are some conspiracies that I think are real. Like, for example, I think that the FBI killed Martin Luther King for sure. Like, I'm almost 100 percent about that. Like, I don't. Even I think saw. That's I went to uh, the motel where he died at. Really? Yeah, the first wow. time when I went to Tennessee. That's crazy, man. Yeah, like I'm pretty sure Memphis. that that was not an organic event. I'm pretty sure that was planned by the FBI. And um, I also think that uh, J- uh, Lee Harvey Oswald did not actually kill JFK. I think I think it was uh, someone else. I think it was like a someone in the mafia. The fucking because of uh, what JFK was doing in terms of uh, cracking down magic on the mafia. Bullet. Yeah, I really don't think. Dude, and then because because yeah, because I mean, then someone killed him. You know. Yeah, yeah. Why Decides would Jack Ruby like choose to fucking kill? That just doesn't make sense, man. It doesn't add up. It does not add up. Yeah, fucking shit. You know, that's a that's definitely a weird thing. Yeah, definitely, 100%. But, I mean, like, as far as, like, hiding aliens or, like, faking the moon landing or, like, you know, that outlandish shit or, like, 9-11. I mean, we all happen, know the moon or, landing like, was real. There's, up. like, a fucking uh, a mirror on the yeah. moon that we put there. They got to put a laser at. That kind of stuff, like, I don't agree with. But, like, more of the political intrigue kind of stuff, like, a lot of it I think actually is real. Um, especially the stuff where it's, like, people trying to silence people. Like, I think a lot of that is real. And it's and it's honestly it's like so fucked because like like honestly like lately I've like just lost like all hope in like our system and how it works and like the wealthy go unpunished and like you know the normal fucking fuck literally just get like fucked constantly in the ass. Yeah. We simply just allow it to happen, really. Yeah, and I think that like it's really easy to forget that. I blame feudalism. yeah, I mean it's it's funny because like that's pretty much true. Like that that was exactly my point is that like it's easy to forget that actually in reality this has been happening for thousands of years. Like this dichotomy of owners and non-owners, like this is not a new thing. This has existed since basically human civilization. True. Has and existed. there has to, you know, and there's those people who've existed from, you know, then now. It's like an unbroken uh, chain of human misery. Like, you know, keeping, you know, their people, you know, their associates on the top and us on the bottom. And, like, I find it interesting, too, that, like, how they use religion uh, back in those days to um, isolate members of uh, of that society who didn't agree with them. Yeah. And, like, that's modern day. That's Trumpism. It's uh, it's not only Trumpism, but it's also liberalism. Like, it, it really like this is this is the smartest thing. I don't know if I'm like. People might get triggered about me saying this, but I don't care. I'm going to stand by it. The smartest thing that Martin Luther King ever said was when he said that the true enemy of progress, and he was referring to the the civil rights movement, but I'm going to even say that this is true about any leftist movement. The true opponent of any leftist movement is not the far right, is not 
anyone like that, not anyone like uh, like Nazis or anything like that. They are white liberals is what Dr. King said, but I'm just going to call them moderates, okay? The true opponent of progress is actually moderates because if you think about the person who's in the middle, the person who's willing to reach across the aisle really with someone shots like at Donald centrist, Trump. Bro. I am. I don't give a fuck. Like, fuck those people. Like, if you, it, it's not a, a legitimate ideology. I don't believe that you can have morals and be a person, a, a moderate like that. Like the one, like the person that Dr. King was describing. In his time, he used the example of the idea that a white man could put a time frame on a black man's freedom is just the ultimate evidence that the white moderates have failed progress. And what he meant by that was that white moderates agree that black people being subjugated in terms of like Jim Crow laws and uh, and uh, you know uh, yeah. racist policing and racist policies like redlining, moderates agree that that's bad. But they're willing to say, well, you know what, that's really bad, but we have to make room for the people that are exploiting you. We can't just punish them right away that's not fair we have to give them a chance to to uh make amends for what they've done no fuck that those people are a direct obstacle to any meaningful change in the world and we have to step over over them like the rats they are crazy to think that like only less than 200 years ago we ended slavery yeah exactly and then the idea that a, a a liberal white liberal or any liberal doesn't have to be white i keep saying white because it's mostly yeah, white people, but man, this is anyone. Wealthy liberals don't see that, and it it's it's one of the greatest uh, st- things that stifles change is white moderates. Yeah, I agree with Dr. King, and I think that's the wisest thing that he's ever said because back then people didn't realize that, and he's one of the few people, one of the few thinkers that I think realized that really early on. And for that reason, I think he's one of the smartest people who has lived in the past hundred years in terms mm-hmm. of like political theory. Uh, I mean, I agree. And uh, oh, yeah. with that, I think. Uh, and that's where life starts. Uh, yeah, that's where life starts. <laughs> the, the philosophy question. Yep. But um, yeah, but I mean, to close, I mean, let's close the the, the episode with that. I mean. Yeah, I want to go ahead dude. and apologize for all the David fans uh, for talking <laughs> so much this episode. I was I'm just really heated about this topic. So uh, yeah. I mean, yeah, this there will is, be uh, a lot more David in next episode. Yeah, you know, this is very uh, political heavy episode. But, you know, more episodes to come. I mean, see you next Friday, really. Hell yeah. And uh, with that, thank you for listening to... Wait, wait, wait. Thank, thank, our, thank our Patreons. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I want to thank uh, our Patreon pledgers. Remember, there's an exclusive Patreon giveaway going on right now that only Patreon users can enter for the yeah. $10 If Amazon you become card. a Patreon free... right now, you have a 33% chance of winning this giveaway. And just so you know, that will pay for your Patreon and maybe more months to come. Yep. And yep, uh, absolutely, I want to thank uh, Grunt and Tim. Thank you, our two yes, pa- uh, you Patreon so uh, patrons. And with that, thank you for listening to episode 15 of Left in the South podcast. Goodbye. Bye. Bye.